Hey, it's Matthew from That's Matthew, and you're watching Disney Channel. I've always wanted to do that. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to That's So Matthew. I'm so excited to have my friend Tess with me here today. Say hi. Hi. And today we're going to be discussing the Disney Channel original movie, uh, Den Brother, which I'm really excited to talk about today. Um, and I know the test is also very excited today as well. Yes, for sure. And this came out back in 2010 on August 13th, which is t- over 10 years ago, which is kind of crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And it features um, Hutch Dano, I think I'm saying that right, and Jihan Alias. Um, and it is a usually hated on DCOM. It is, I've, a lot of people refer to it as one of the worst DCOMs. And honestly, I have to strongly disagree with them on that one. It's, it's very unfair. <laughs> it's, it's, I'll give it like them to like the point where it's not like super original. It's like the plot is a little wonky, but it's so fun to watch. I just think the vibe of the movie is like what makes it. And like the colors in the movie, which sounds really weird, but like when you watch, like it's so bright and yellow and it's mm-hmm. just... It makes me happy to watch. And it's also a really nostalgic movie because I used to watch this a lot as a child. I would say I was obsessed with this movie as a child. I remember watching it the day it came out because I had no clue what it was about. And I fell in love right there. Honestly, I love that. And it also features young G. Hanalius. And I don't know if it's just me, but young G. Hanalius gets on my nerves very easily. <laughs> like when she was in Good Luck Charlie, um, or in Sunny with a Chance, she's like just the way that she just irritates me and to no end. And, but I love it because she's such a good actress. Like as a child, she was irritating me and she's meant to be annoying, which makes it a hundred times mm-hmm. better. So I'm so excited to talk about that. So before we get into it, if Tess, you want to share a fun fact about yourself? Yeah. So I have a baby bearded dragon named Frankie. He is five months old and he is my favorite thing in the world. Honestly, I was almost going to say, like, you should, like, mention your bearded dragon, but you said it yourself. Yes. And I love, she posts about the little the little dragon all the time, and I love it. It's literally the cutest thing, and I would totally get one. It just seems like a lot of work, and I'm not down for work. It's a lot of work, and it's very expensive, but he's so worth it. He's sleeping on his hammock next to me right now. Oh, my God, that's so cute. That I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Um, my fun fact for today is that this is the last episode that I'm recording in 2020, which is kind of crazy. Um, and this will be the end of January. So you got, I'm, we're like a month behind. So like, but we're also in the future, which is pretty cool. Um, and hopefully 2021 is better. Yeah, that is my biggest thing. And like, I know a lot of people are against manifesting, but right now I'm just manifesting for it to be a good year. Um, I just, we need some good vibes and good energy. And that's why I'm just here for it. And I also made my New Year's resolution list. And what I do is I just like make it. And then I hang it up in my bedroom by my desk. So I have to look at it every day so that I remind myself that I need to get on that. So if you guys want some tips, you guys should do that to kind of make 2021 your year. That's what I'm calling it. I'm calling it the year of me just because we need some good energy and good vibes. So um, and we're in 2021 when you guys are hearing this. So I think we should just get into it. Um, like I said, Den Brother is a DCOM that came out in 2010 starring Dutch Hanet, Hutch 
Dono and Jehanelius um, premiered on August 13th. And it is about a boy named Alex. And he is a hockey player who is trying to get with Matisse, I believe is her name. Yeah. Which I love that name. Um, and her she is played by Kelsey Chow, and she looks so familiar. And I looked her up, and she was in the show Pair of Kings, which is one of my favorite Disney XD shows. Um, <laughs> that was a really good one. And it's still not on Disney Plus. And I have, fun fact, emailed Disney Plus because you can like request something every single week to put Pair of Kings on for like the past year, That's and they amazing. still haven't done it. They still haven't done it. So I'm very dedicated. It's a very close cause to me. And so I was a little, I'm still a little disappointed, but 2021, I have hope. I have hope for it. And he ends up taking over the Bumblebee troop um, to go to Camporee, which is like their biggest event ever um, by selling cookies, which is very similar to like Girl Scout cookies, which I love Girl Mm -hmm. Scout cookies, side note. Um, And completing like the badges and basically they want to um, get him and Matisse together. So it's like a love story mixed in with Girl Scouts, mixed in with hockey. And it's so chaotic, but I love it. I just love it. And the cast is amazing. There is this one girl who you guys might recognize. She is Vicky Lewis, and she's been in so many Disney Channel things. Mm-hmm. She has been in uh sunny with a chance she was in the new decom um what's it called upside down magic um she she's literally just been in everything and so great she's a great actress because she's like always plays annoying characters and she always irritates me so like she's doing her job and Haley too i think and she's from the show bella and the bulldogs which was on nickelodeon um a couple years ago and also yeah. the brother from the fosters i was gonna too. say that i i couldn't remember his name i think it's like brandon maybe yeah yes, i think it's brandon. brandon and the fosters yeah yes love that first off i love the fosters if you guys have not watched it just get just stop you need to just watch it <laughs> um and it also has like a lot of people that you might recognize jt austin from wizards is in there um what's her name Maya Mitchell is in there from Teen Beach uh other people (laughs) I don't know there's so many people in there you guys just have to watch it it's such a good show I watched that it's been like four years ago already I binged it on Netflix and then I like caught up and then rewatched the new episodes it's a great show just watch it um and so it was great to see him in there in this movie because I didn't know that he was in this movie um and so I guess we can start talking about the um character starting off with our main character who's played by Hutch and he is Alex Pearson and he is the main like um protagonist um and honestly he is uh, I don't know he irritated me in a sense like in the beginning because he's got that like everyone wants me kind of like dude kind of like some why don't I have a girlfriend vibes he's a hockey player and he is he wants to date Matisse and um, all of his friends are like yeah why would you choose her you could have anyone else which first off rude I yeah that made me so mad yeah uh honestly yeah like literally I'm pretty sure she was my childhood crush so (laughs) <laughs> uh, I had a lot of Disney Channel crushes as a child. 
Um, and literally, I just don't know. She, they were just so rude. And he was like, but no, he did his own thing. And he, throughout the movie, grew on me a lot, like from a perspective. At the beginning, I was kind of like, yeah, you're annoying. Um, but then after time, he kind of stepped up to the plate. You know, he became the den brother, um, breaking the gender stereotype of the den mother, which love it. I love it. Um, and he also um, dresses up as Miss Zamboni, which was very rough, like similar to Miss Doubtfire mm-hmm. in a way. And I loved it because I love that movie. It's a classic. Robin Williams. Great. And he he just also he's just I don't know. He's such a good guy. Like at first he doesn't do a good guy, but he does it for his sister, which means he's a family guy which I love it he for sure is he really loves his sister and I think that's a really special part about the whole movie is it's driven by yeah. his love for his sister and I just I I actually don't really have too much bad to say about him except for in the beginning I just didn't like the arrogance a little bit also side note yet another decom where the mother is dead um, yeah. <laughs> which in the last one that we did we did cowbells the mother is dead in that one and yeah. I'm pretty sure we said in the episode if I remember like something how the mom's always dead the mom is dead in this so I think that's very interesting and but I guess they can do whatever they want so I don't have anything bad to say about Alex honestly yeah me either um up next we have Jean Alias who as I said whenever she plays her younger days she always irritated me I just she's got like that like the devil like look in her eye like (laughs) and she plays Emily Pearson and Emily is a brat in the beginning um and for most of the film she's kind of she kind of has it out for her brother but alex like constantly is always like dedicating himself to her however Mm -hmm. she's kind of not like returning the love the feeling is not mutual in a sense um and she is like she's really into the bumblebee troop she's this is like her life which i totally understand because my sister was in a girl scout troop back a couple years ago and it's like the talk of the town. Like, you know, it's it's like the it's the it girl in a way. And I don't know why. It's just how it works. And so she's super into this. And she's like wanting to find this a new den mother because the one girl's like moving to Chicago or something. She's just going her own way. And she honestly, throughout the movie, she kind of grew on me a little bit. And she starts to like show love and compassion because her her brother is like going way out of his comfort zone however she always still keeps a little bit of an attitude with him in a sense um Mm -hmm. and i just feel like that's just the character it's just the way that she does it and she honestly i don't really have too much bad to say about her just by the fact that she's doing her job in such a way that she irritated me um but by the end, I was actually really glad, and honestly, I felt like it was super cute, super family-friendly. It they honestly reminded me a lot of me and my sister, because, like, I have a younger sister. Not, like, such an age gap as them, but, like, to, like, kind of always, like, be there for them, but they, like, aren't there for you kind of feeling, so I, I guess mm-hmm. I, I relate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't have anything bad to say about her, really. Um, do you have anything you want to add? Uh, no, I think she did a really good job playing her role, and it was, it was good casting on Disney's part. 
honestly yeah and she also got a decom which was exciting yes and i also follow her on youtube she's a youtuber now which i think is super cute cool like she just like transfer transferred over um Mm -hmm. yeah so if you guys want to this is not sponsored but buy her youtube channel but if you're (laughs) like interested in checking out what she has to offer on your youtube channel you guys can go check it out um and so up next we have um taylor hender who plays abigail who is one of the characters that is a bumblebee and the bumblebees are very stuck up in a way in a sense and she Mm -hmm. you guys might know her as um amy from the judy moody and the not bummer summer um movie which they play on disney channel like all the time um but taylor hender is the blonde one for anyone who doesn't know who specifically you're talking about and she in just in a way irritated me there's just no explanation to me most of these bumblebees there's just no explanation it's just irritating to me yeah i think they're meant to play like the annoying little little sisters the annoying little girls which just proves how good alex's heart is that even though they may be annoying he still wants to help them out which yeah. shows a lot about him that's that's the best way to say it because like i don't want to call i'm not hating on the actresses like the actresses did a great job because they're irritating that's their character however i just i just don't like them and i just <laughs> um specifically the blonde one specifically the mm-hmm. one that we're talking about right now is just something about that character however the only one that didn't irritate me was Haley Two's character, I hope I'm saying that right. And she was Tina, and Tina barely talked at all. And I think that's why. Yeah. Um, she reminded me of like well, this one girl that I used to know that used to go to my like grade school. And they I think her name was also Tina, which is kind of funny. That's so funny. She didn't like talk, but like if you were after a while, she would just talk n- nonstop talk. So for the first half of the movie, she this Tina doesn't really talk. By, by the end, she's pretty talkative. So I thought that was super funny in that sense. And she's also just wasn't irritating. And I just love the actress, I guess, Haley. Mm-hmm. So um, Kelsey Chow, who plays Matisse Burroughs, honestly, love her. Matisse is kind of at the beginning a little um, hesitant to kind of get closer to Alex because he's a little weird to her, I think, in a sense. Um, yeah. But then they kind of get closer through the den or the bumblebee troop thing, which is amazing. And they start finding common ground and she's there for them. And it's just, I don't know. It's its honestly a cute romantic decom, like in that sense. <laughs> yes. And... I was not expecting to like actually enjoy like that aspect because they had like a lot of different subplots in the film. And I was like worried that stuff was going to get washed out, but the Mm -hmm. love was actually that that plot was actually really good. And she, in the end they do, I I'm assuming get together in a way like they don't really like confirm, but they kind of like get close to each other, which usually means that they're together um and then they um just honestly i just love her and she got closer to him and she's also a bumblebee um technically she always wore the uniform i think she's like an assistant to the other the rival troop 
a junior leader. Yeah, and I love it. I just, I love her. So I am really <laughs> enjoyed that um, aspect. And up next, we have Vicki Lewis, who plays um, Dina Reams. And she is the villain of the movie. Mm-hmm. And she does a great job. She really does a great job. Dina is the rival troop um, character. Uh and she's the leader and she really has it out for this um for this specific troop i think it's troop 57 maybe Um, i think it's 47 47 or 57 one of the two yeah and she really just had it out for everyone um she thinks that her troop is better is more elite which is false (laughs) because And, like, the one thing that really irritated me her is the basket scene. They're making baskets. Mm-hmm. And she's like, everyone wants their basket to look the same. Like, what? <laughs> like, oh, she just was so stuck up and so cocky. And she just thought that she was the hottest thing since sliced bread. And then she, like, doesn't believe that they have a den and she's always like bringing up the rules she's like that rule follower which is me 100 i'm always like the rules mm-hmm. i'm like this is the rules you guys are breaking the rules i don't do that as much anymore because i'm afraid of getting bullied but like in my younger years in like first second grade that was like prime matthew and if you were breaking the rules that's just a big no-no <laughs> um and yeah and she is like yeah you can't do this like you can't do that and her troop also the one scene where they are trying to like win the the mall so that they can sell there and she's like making up all these things so that they could be disqualified and it's so mm-hmm. it's crazy honestly it's she she's insane i think is a good way to say it um she reminds me of like a dance mom who's living like vicariously through her daughter like she still wishes she was a bumblebee no, that's that's literally that's literally her. You described her perfectly. Like I'm actually struggling to find the words, but she just very much like she wants to recall her youth in a way, like you mm-hmm. said. And she just does that by like bringing little girls down. <laughs> Which is so sad. Like honestly, and why is she the troop leader if she's like honestly, I don't know. But, and then also the one scene where she goes into the house and he dresses up as Miss Zamboni and he puts like mustard and mayonnaise or whatever on his face, which was nasty, just thinking mm-hmm. about it. And she's like, oh, are you the den mother? And she's like, and he does like the missed outfire voice, which was yeah. iconic. And yeah, she's like, oh, and then he, she like caught, and she's also like really wacky, insane. She's like looking, when she was looking for the, den mother in the mall she was like looking under the changing booths like what yes like she couldn't even wait two minutes for who gave her the right which that's honestly really creepy and honestly i don't like using this anymore because um my mom told me to stop saying it but she's a karen she's just is she is she is literally no my mom was like yeah matthew you need to stop saying that that's so rude and the only, no offense to my mother, but the only reason she's saying that is because she's a Karen. And it's just the facts. No, she just, I think, um, like, you know, always ha- you always have those people who they really speak their mind or, like, in the store. And, like, this this character, Dina, 
is definitely gonna go and yell at them at the store um Mm -hmm. and truthfully also this girl is actually a broadway actress the girl that plays her i should i thought i should say that and uh i love her she was in the musical anastasia if you guys know what that is um it's a great musical um i don't really know what else she's done honestly um i'm kind of on her website right now just kind of seeing if i know (laughs) her from anything else Looks like she was in Chicago on Broadway, which is a great musical Ooh. as well. Damn Yankees, which is a good musical. And so, yeah, her also her website is actually a real whole mood. It's I love the design. Um, so you guys should go check that out. Um, but just love her. And up next, we have David Lambert, who plays Goose Gustavo or Goose slash Gustavo, however you want to say it. And he is the guy from The Fosters, for anyone who's wondering. I was also in like some other things, honestly. I just don't know where. Um, he's probably been it. Oh, he was in like some other show. I think my mom watched. I don't know. Whatever. He um does a really good job in this film of making me hate him in this <laughs> film. I feel like everyone in this film, I have something against them, which is honestly in a sense unique, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he the way that he like kind of like treats Alex honestly throughout the film like about the hockey it's just I don't like him in that way I don't know what he has against like Alex he seems like very toxic masculinity kind of guy in a sense like he's like sticking by the book um he also like made fun of Matisse and we we just can't stand we don't we just know um and yeah honestly he is really annoying but he's also not in this film very much so i feel like that that mm-hmm. like balances it out and he also like they're fighting over the captain of the hockey team too i believe and yes. the hockey aspect of the movie i feel like was so random it was so randomly done and i feel like i would have been better without it hot take yeah because i feel like they just kind of threw really it in yeah they just threw it in it was not necessary like you said, it just felt really odd. I totally even forgot there was hockey in this movie. So that that kind of like tells you all you need to <laughs> yeah. know. But it starts off with hockey and it ends with hockey a little bit. Um, but also that's where they get the name Miss Zamboni because the Zamboni is like the thing that they put on the ice to like smooth it out or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a skater person. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's correct. Um and yes. he also like also he made the girls like play hockey a little bit which yeah. was weird he, he alex he's not a great guy because he lied to the little girls which is that's a no-no um but we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a minute and then the last person i want to talk about who is the dad maurice Godin, who plays jasper pearson the reason that i wanted to talk about him is because he reminds me of this guy and this guy was my driver's ed teacher and he was a professor at a college just like the guy that was my driver's ed teacher as well which i thought was super cool like a driver's ed teacher who's a college professor mm-hmm. a little whack i only had him once though which i'm kind of salty about but great guy and he they literally look exactly alike it's crazy um but the dad is so 
he's like one of those dads when he's never there like he's he's never in the film and he's always at college or doing other things which I respect I respect that but I was just like, and he's, he, it sounds like he didn't go to any of the hockey games, which just, it honestly kind breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because I know, like for me, like whenever I'm doing something, like definitely not a sports person, no sports, but like yeah. the theater or anything, I don't know. It could be art, forensics, I don't know. Um, When there, you don't have like the support there. And like, it honestly kind of reflects a little bit on like the character because Alex is really upset. Because he didn't even know that he had a hockey game, which I thought was, like, mm-hmm. kind of sad. But honestly, the whole movie, I feel like every character, in a way, made me a little upset with them and a little hate, like, have a little bit of hate towards them, which means that they did their job. And it also felt very three-dimensional, too, because usually, like, yes. they don't do that. And I feel like I-, I could relate to something for most of the characters or, like, relate so like I respect them, but I also don't like them. So I thought that was really, really well done. And so now we can talk about the plot. And honestly, there's a lot to unpack in this movie. Like we said, there's so many subplots, which I like, but also I felt a little busy in a, in a way. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot going on. Um, so it starts off in the movie with like a hockey game. Uh, and I thought it was like really weird, honestly, to start off the movie. Um, but I mean, I, I didn't write it, so I can't really yeah make fun of it in a way. And so then it cuts home from the hockey game and you see him coming home and it's like a really weird cut, which I still did not completely figure out the deal. I probably forgot to talk about this lady, like the old lady that mm-hmm. was there. I don't know what her name was. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was like an old lady that just like came, like came and then like left also a lot. I think her character was Allie Jacklitz or something like that. I don't know. It was really weird. Yes, Miss Jacklitz. Yeah. And so she, we can quickly talk about her because I kind of forgot about her. Mm-hmm. But she like has like a dog, which I thought was cute. But I don't know what her complete deal is, but she just like has a hatred towards everyone. Kind of like yeah, an so old she, crabby lady. Yeah, she was definitely the other, um, not really villain, but she was their mother's uh, troop den leader. Yeah, den mother, but they call it den mother, like troop leader. Mm-hmm. Same thing, honestly. Mm-hmm. So she, she remembers their mother, even though, like, yeah. obviously the li- G Hemelius doesn't really. Yeah, which still is honestly sad. Um, yeah. This movie, I felt like compared to like other decoms, had a lot to do with like the mother in a way. Usually, mm-hmm. like some decoms are like, oh yeah, mom's dead, whatever. This yeah. one, they focus like a lot about that because you kind of get to see that come full circle because you see the the den mother of the mother's troop. And also, like Jihan Alias's character, um, like has a line towards the beginning, and she's like, "If mom was still alive, do you think she would take me to my troop meetings?" And honestly, that kind of broke me a little bit. Yeah, that broke my heart. Honestly, I could honestly never imagine that. And I just, for anyone who doesn't have mm-hmm. their parents like at a young age like that, that's just so sad. And I just can't even imagine. But they, they actually did a really good job addressing that and like cowbells they just threw it out oh yeah mom's dead (laughs) yeah but they kind of grew a a lot on this one so I have to give them a lot of credit for that one 
Um, and so this old uh, Miss Jacklitz, she has like, just like, uh, uh, like everyone is so afraid of her, which is kind of scary in a way mm-hmm. because she seems like she seems nice. Like you don't really get to see her. She kind of seems a little mean because yeah. she has the dog go like chase after them, which was, I was really confused at that point, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in the end, you get to kind of see her come full circle and we'll talk about that in just a little bit. So um, back to the hockey scene. He comes home. We see the creepy lady with the dog, Miss Jacklets. Um, and she seems to be kind of like have something a little against, like you kind of establish a little bit of a discrepancy mm-hmm. between the two in a way, which I thought was like a good kind of setup in a sense. And then he comes home and like you see Jean Alias's character, uh, who I forgot her name, Emily. And she is doing math, math homework. And that whole scene was a mood because I don't know if it was just me, but like doing math homework with your dad is like the, was my, everyone's worst nightmare. Terrible. It's not even honestly funny. Like I honestly am a great student, but math is just not my subject. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't do math. And so as a kid, math was really not my subject. I really struggled with math as a kid which if you're struggling with math, which is totally fine. Um, but now I kind of have a little bit under control. However, in this movie, she's struggling with her math homework. And he's like, well, two plus two equals four or something like that. And she goes, that's not how they taught us to do it, which was literally just mm-hmm. how my me and my dad used to sit and yep. argue at the kitchen table because of like common yeah. four or whatever, which I honestly totally forgot existed for a hot second. But that whole scene I thought was so funny. And then Alex comes in and he's like, where have you been? And he's like, I had a hockey game. And the dad didn't even know that he had a hockey game. Mm-hmm. It was really sad. And then he's like, are you ever going to come to my game? So he's like, yeah, probably not. Which honestly, it just broke my heart. I was really sad because it kind of establishes a little bit of like a heartbreak in the family. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And then now he needs to babysit and do his chores. Um and then they go to, um, they cut to like the scene where the lady, um, the the troop leader, um, or the den mother, is like, yeah, my husband just got a job in Chicago. We're gonna skip town. Um, yeah, I can't find a replacement. So yeah, we're done. Which honestly mm-hmm. is sad because like all the girls were really interested in it. However, that lady just. She was like, she was breaking all these little children's hearts. Yes. Like, what? She was so mean about it. Yeah. And so I was really upset, honestly, at that part because that, but it also sets up for um, Alex to come in and save the day. So basically he just like leads the meeting, which honestly is super funny. And they have the talking flower, which is like similar in music class when I was little. We used to have the talking stick. And Mm -hmm. I hated that with a passion because it takes so, and they showed it in this movie. Like it always takes so long to get from person to person. And it's such a little detail. However, I was just so, I was laughing and he's like, yeah, we're done with the talking flower. Yeah. And then he throws it across the room. (laughs) And then all the little girls, just like their mouths just drop. They're like, (gasps) like he was, he was breaking all the rules. And they also have like very strict den rules or like, rules which i didn't know like Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's a thing in real life however they definitely did it in this episode not episode 
decom um in this movie whatever you want to call it and he was hilarious um that scene was hilarious and then he'll be the substitute um like person mm-hmm. and then as time goes along you start to see him becoming more and more involved with the troop uh and he kind of officially doesn't take over yet he just is like the sub like he's a substitute that's exactly what he is and he says like they have to go to the basket making event with the other troop um with vicky lewis's character um being ruder than rude as always um and they're making baskets which honestly I didn't understand until like they showed the clip what they meant by making baskets, but like they have like flowers or whatever. And so the troop, the bumblebees troop 57, I think, or 47, I don't know, is like saying they're having a blast decorating these baskets, which I love because craft uh, craft time is always the best time. I don't know if it's just me. And then you see the other troop and literally crying because Dina is like, yeah, you need to use two of this color flower and two of that color flower. And then she's like, but that's not what the other troop is doing. Um, and the little girl, which is a little devil, she literally did that to get the other troop in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then they get yelled at and she's like, where is your dead mother? Trying to like be all cool, you know, follow the rules, you know, yada, yada. Annoying if you ask me. Um, and then Alex kind of defends them for what they're doing because the baskets don't need to be the same. And then he kind of steps up as the, well, he doesn't step up. He says, Miss Amboni is the troop leader. No, mm-hmm. and mother, if we're going to say that. And she's like, oh, Mrs. Zamboni. And she doesn't believe him. I mean, obviously that last name was so weird. And um, he used that out al- al- like, that alice alias Alias. oh my god it's been a long day guys it just kind of (laughs) sums up how 2020 has been i feel like these past couple days the last days have literally been the longest days of my life yes i agree with that but well that also means school is coming next week and i'm not ready for that (laughs) me either oh i don't want to go back but we got to do what we got to do and then that means we're getting closer to summer so (laughs) all right uh, back onto that. Um, they they also played hockey together, and then after that, he like made them. He like lied to them and made them clean his room, like do all of his chores and like mm-hmm. paint stuff and fix a car motor, which I can't even do that. I I would not be able to do it. I just couldn't. Um, and they like do it so well, and then he like makes fake patches for them, which is really sad, honestly, because they were doing so good too. Mm-hmm. and he like lies to them and then like one of the girls from the other troops one of the little devils that's what i'm gonna call them goes like those aren't even real <laughs> i honestly felt so embarrassed i honestly don't even know what i would do at that point <laughs> um and so now that's when they go to like her coming over and meet trying to meet um she's trying to meet miss zamboni and then he mm-hmm. like gets in costume and like has a mask on his face like made of ketchup and mayonnaise which is yeah that's weird um and cucumbers and like they're massaging him and it's so weird and then she like comes in what are you guys doing first off she's a little nosy 
but and oh whatever and then like they said that she like had strep throat or like a cold or something which Mm -hmm. in these days in 2020 that would be a no-no if you have any symptoms of anything you just like hide and it's like against society you know it's kind of crazy honestly Mm -hmm. um but the way that they like just and then she's like oh what are you doing and then you're like taking care like trying to get a badge and she just like looks at them and it's so weird like the way that he lied to them makes me upset because these little girls are trying so hard Mm -hmm. they really were just he's just breaking them into a million pieces because they want to go to Camporee, which that name kind of just bothers me. Camporee. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I'm assuming is like off the word jamboree. Just camporee. Yeah. It's the biggest, it's the hottest event of the season. And you have to get there by selling the cookies, which is similar to Girl Scout cookies, which I love Girl Scout cookies. It's just like no secret. If you don't love Girl Scout cookies, what are you doing with your life? They're also really <laughs> overpriced. Um, but that's, that's true. They got to help the little children. (laughs) Yeah. And they also like do like all these different badges and they also like sell muffins or something at some point in the movie. Yeah. So they have to raise a certain amount of money. So they decide to get the remaining amount. They're going to sell muffins. Honestly, I love muffins. So that was a good, that was a good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, And so from there, they they earn some badges, and then they basically, to get those badges, they're like, yeah, if you get us these badges, we will um, get you a date with Matisse. So it's like a two-for-one deal here. <laughs> and she's a, like a senior Bumblebee, which is like an older Bumblebee, I think. Because mm-hmm. um, like, as you get older, you grow up and you become a senior bumblebee (laughs) um and so they also he also stands up um to like dina who is the very controlling den mother and by like saying why do you get to sell at the mall we should all sell at Mm -hmm. the mall um and whoever gets the most will get to sell and that turns into a hot frenzy there for a while kind of a hot mess scene like they have some cool montages like you know the classic decom montages with cringy music in the background <laughs> and then you see them at the mall and then you see her peeking under all the changing booths which is creepy yes and then from there honestly they go into like this whole thing with uh Ms. Zamboni and he's at the hockey game dressed as Miss Zamboni. He's like really into the game, but he totally forgets that he's dressed up as Miss Zamboni. Um, and then actually what happens is it like disqualifies his troop. Um, um, which is heartbreaking. These little girls' hearts have been broken so many times. This is not a song. My heart been broke so many times or something. Yes. It's yes, on TikTok. It it's on TikTok. <laughs> um, and it's so it's honestly sad because these little girls as we have said so many times have had their heart broke a lot and mm-hmm. they're so close to Campari, which again still hate the name um but it just kind of establishes that they're just getting their hearts broken so many times mm-hmm. and then from there that's when we get to know a little bit more about miss jacklet's um 
And after returning the runaway dog to her house, he actually learns that she was a bumblebee leader once herself. Yeah. Um, and the mother was in the troop. And that's when it kind of like comes full circle, which I really liked because I was kind of mm-hmm. like, at, at that point in the movie, I was kind of like, where's this going? Because they didn't have too much time left in the movie. This movie felt like one of the longest and shortest movies I've ever watched. It felt really weird. I don't know if it was just me. But by the time it was like almost there, I was like, what did they still have to like do? And then that's when we learn that there was her and the old troop. And then so then he's like, oh, we will help you out around the house if you are the den mother. Which honestly, cute full circle moment. Um, And then they she convinces them that they need to forgive Alex for all the troubles that he has put them through. And then that's when he goes to the hockey finals. Mm-hmm. That's when we see David Lambert's um, character, Goose, again, which that name Goose is short for Gustavo, I'm assuming. I just, it's weird. Yes. Um, and he wants Alex to be the captain. And then he allows his team to win. And then he like makes Goose, he basically lets Goose win the winning shot or point. I don't know what hockey terms are. Um, and then he goal, gets maybe. a goal, winning goal, winning point. I don't know. One of the two. And so then he gets the all-star spot, which is heartwarming, which honestly, I don't think Goose deserved it, but that's yeah. a time. That's a story for another day. Um, and so then Alex's dad finally comes And I love that. Honestly, that's super cute. I was so glad that they did that. And he finally got Mm -hmm. to watch a game for the first time this season. Um, And then Matisse forgives Alex. And then then I believe Alex um, also gets offered like another Den Mother spot. Den Brother. I don't know. It's like, it's so, there's so much going on in these last like four minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Then they cram it all in. And then finally we're at Camporee. And then they finally got there and they're there for like two minutes and then the movie's over. Um, It looked actually pretty cool. It's like an indoor experience. It looked like. Yeah. (laughs) And. Glamping. And yeah. And honestly, that's like the happy ending. And he is, um. That he is the Dine Mother, and then now Dina is Dina, and then now there's so much going on. And then now he needs, he accepts the the all-star spot, so he also Mm -hmm. got, like, a double duty going on now. Um, As long, he only wants to do it, which I wrote this down, and I was, I put so many question marks after it. He will only be on the all-star team if it doesn't interfere with the troop schedule. That's kind of cute, though. It's cute, but I was like, "Come on, you wanted the whole the whole movie. You wanted to be on the team, and you gave it up yeah. for Girl Scouts." <laughs> I mean, heartwarming, heartwarming. To be honest, heartwarming. Yeah. And also, it ends really weirdly, and I'm not hating in any way. I think it was like break. It was D- Disney breaking the gender stereotypes. However, it ends with him being fully dressed in the the uniform of the bumblebees i believe wearing the skirt and all and honestly i love it however i just thought it was really weird and out of place for me yeah just like one kind of 
Like Final it was just punch. thrown in there and you see it for like two seconds and then they're like Den Brother and it ends. The end. <laughs> and honestly, that movie, I was really glad that Tess wanted to talk about it today. Just because it is hated. And I hadn't watched it in a long time. And I don't think it deserves the hate. I, I think that's my argument. I thought it was mm-hmm. cute. I don't like, I mean, I don't think it's like the greatest thing I've ever seen, but it's cute. It felt good to watch. It was like a feel good movie. Yes, I agree with that. And I like, love like the colors. Yeah. It's a happy movie. It's just, mm-hmm. and also like, I don't know. I just, I don't think it deserves the hate. There's definitely way worse decoms. Definitely way worse decoms. I can name so many. I just did something on my Instagram the other day. Like, what is the worst decom? And this was one of the ones listed. And I have to respectfully disagree with you, whoever said that. Um, it was good. I thought it was, it was different. It was unique. And honestly, I feel like it was a playoff of Miss Doubtfire in a way. And mm-hmm. I love it. I just love it. Um, and like I said, the colors just make me happy. Like all the yellow. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a, like, I don't do any of that psychology stuff, but like the yellow effect definitely worked in this movie. As well as the fact that this movie felt, it also felt really recent, but it was literally 10 years ago. So like it, it held up really well in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um now we have to give it our rating so i was thinking long and hard about this after the movie like what i wanted to rate it out of 10 and so i think i finally decided that i'm gonna give it a 7 out of 10 that's a good rating i feel like it's it's actually pretty high i think i gave cowbells like an 8 out of 10 so like a 7 out of 10 is actually being really generous however i just like I don't understand why it gets hate and I will defend it really truthfully. So what do you, what is your rating? I guess is the question. I think I am going to give it a eight out of 10. Yeah. It's just something about it is my favorite. I love this movie so much. Yeah. I, I respect that a hundred percent. And to the people who don't like this movie, I respect your opinion, but I do want to know why. So, like, if you want to, like, shoot me an Instagram message or something, I want to know what you guys think. Because I guess I just don't see where it gets the hate. Um, mm-hmm. And I definitely de- will defend it. So, you all should definitely check out this movie. First off, if you listen to this whole episode and you haven't watched it yet, you should have watched it already. However, you guys should go watch it. It's it's a cute movie. It's on Disney+. Plus. It has a great cast. And I think you guys will definitely enjoy it. And as well, my other question that I always ask at the end, if this movie came out on Disney Channel today, would it do as well? And honestly, I think so. Because it held Mm -hmm. up really well and it feels oddly like timely. And it also like was super, like looking back, it was like pretty a monumental Disney Channel original movie. Like it was really breaking the gender norms and I love it. Yeah, that's why I think it would hold up today because it really breaks those gender stereotypes and that's really important right now and receiving a lot of recognition. So Yeah, and also I feel like this was like the first big Disney Channel original movie that had done that. So I really, mm-hmm. I really loved it, honestly. And the cast is just very talented and I think you guys will 100% enjoy it. 
Um, but if you don't, like, just let me know why, because I want to know respectfully. <laughs> um, and so that about wraps up this episode of the podcast. That's Matthew. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys had a good time listening to us break down Den Brother. And honestly, I had a great time. It's a great movie. This was a great episode. And I want to thank Tess so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from her again. Um, this was a, a good episode to do. And this was, I think we mentioned last time that we wanted to do Den Brother. So it was yeah. just a matter of time, honestly. And I had a great time. As well, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, you can do that at that. So Matthew, or if you want to follow me on Twitter at that. So Matthew one, I really suck at the Twitter game. I'm trying to get better guys. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do on Twitter. Like, I know I'm yeah, trying to like, I want to, I want to find something to like tweet that would like do well. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what to tweet. So if you guys are like a Twitter master, I want to know like what to do so you guys can also dm me as well as facebook if you use facebook not a lot of people use facebook however you guys Mm -hmm. can find me there facebook.com slash that's matthew or you can subscribe to me on youtube and watch the video versions of the podcast with like some cool graphics however i'm really behind on uploading those so i probably should get back on that um there was something else i wanted to say oh check out my website that's matthew.com it's pretty cool i just redid it for like the eighth time so you guys should go check it out and you can also buy my merch on there and at the time of this episode release i think i actually have some new merch out so you guys should go check that out i have some ones inspired by sweet life on deck ant farm high school musical uh what else there's other ones um Allie and AJ, which yes. I stan Allie and AJ, and I literally have a shirt that says we stan Allie and AJ. You guys should go check it out. They also just released the potential breakup song Explicit, which you oh, guys should go amazing. check out. It's so good. It's getting too much hate, and I am really mad about it. Um, I just feel like once it blew up on TikTok, it kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. Because now all the people are like, it doesn't sound as good. No, it sounds great. Because like they're their style has progressed over the years and yes, i feel like it really sure. matches like the sanctuary ep and they also have an album coming out in 2021 which i'm super excited about so go check out the merch and also just go stream potential breakup song explicit because it's great i just can't listen to around my parents but that's okay <laughs> um but you know just go check it out um and i think that's about it so once again thank you guys and i hope you guys have a great rest of your day Bye.